Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King on the desk at Circa Sportsbook. Remember, everybody, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. You got to check out the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds. Every 10 minutes, you can see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way VEASAN's here to make you a more informed better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Now, we were talking all things Indianapolis Colts uh, a moment ago with head coach Shane Steichen introduced yesterday. No better person to do. We, we wanted him on to talk golf. But his name is Indy Jeff Seeley for a reason as we bring in golf handicapper Jeff Seeley of the Cupmaker Podcast. You can download wherever you get your podcast. I'm sorry that we are starting with football on a week that Tiger Woods is back in a PGA field, but this is what we are doing. What were your impressions of, of the hire and the introductory presser? Honestly, I was a little surprised by the hire, uh, to tell you the truth. I mean, I think he was probably one of the hot coordinator candidates, uh, but I would have rather had the enemy. I think the enemy is kind of his has proven himself a little longer, done a little more. And, and frankly, I think he's a super creative play caller. So um, I'm hoping that the Colts get a dynamic quarterback that can even, you know, be in the shadow of Patrick Mahomes. But uh, the jury will be out. So, um, you know, he, no, it was not an elite press conference. I agree with Sean there. But uh, ho- hopefully I'm hoping for the best. and I'll be cautiously optimistic. But I personally would have rather had the enemy. 
Hey, I agree. I mean, I'm. This is... <laughs> he said he's Jeff's a smart, he... <laughs> a smart man. I mean, Shane looks like he needs to accompany Aaron Rodgers to that dark room for a couple of days. You know. Oh and, my goodness. And come back refocused. <laughs> no, I do hope it's it's unfortunate that it's almost like the enemy needs to be a coordinator somewhere else for him to get like his what he deserves. I feel like in terms of a shot because he has Patrick Mahomes and. People are just assuming, I think, that because he has Patrick Mahomes that he's not doing and anything, I don't and wanna, I don't think that's and, fair. And I don't even want to make, like, my opinion of Shane, like, attached to Eric Bieniemy. I'm just saying, like, in a vacuum, when I watched that press conference, I didn't see, like, great head coach. Hope I'm okay. wrong. All right, well, Jeff, let's talk golf here because of, yes last week was so much fun at the waste management one of my favorite tournaments every year in conjunction with the super bowl both in arizona which was really fun and exciting and now we turn the page to the genesis and pacific palisades as we wrap up the west coast swing here and we have tiger woods back in the field making all of the headlines despite having 23 of the top 25 golfers in the world in this field we're all talking about tiger so let's start there and what your expectations are for him the last event um that he's been involved in he's got to take a cart he hasn't had to walk around he's still dealing with the plantar fasciitis what can you tell us frankly yeah i mean i think the betting market speak for itself right when you look at the odds on tiger to make the cut He's two to one to, to even make the cut most places. So, um, again, a super talented field this week. Um, I'd be surprised if Tiger made the cut. I, and I, mean, I think a lot of people will be, will be cheering for him. There's no surprise there. But, I mean, the, the talent is so high on the PGA Tour now, um, higher than it's ever been. The quality of the play is, is the best it's ever been. Not that Tiger can't compete, but I think it's going to take some time for for him to do so and coming back up this injury and I think they asked him if he even walked 18 holes yet and he hadn't so yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see but I frankly I'd be surprised if he made the cut um, I wouldn't be shocked I'd be surprised but a win I think is, is a huge reach which is why he's 200 to one yeah and you see odds that out there just to make the cut anywhere from plus 150 to two to one minus 210 to miss between 120 to one to 200 to one out there to win it all his first round over under set at 73 and a half he's also plus 750 to withdraw minus 1200 to not of course in his press conference though he he said all the right things right that he wouldn't be coming out here if he didn't have the mindset and belief that he could go out there and win. Um, this is an event, though, that he's never won, oddly enough, despite this being a course that has relatively matched his skill set. Uh, certainly an uphill battle, though. Then you look at the top of the board and the contenders, right? And you have the John Rahm at 7-1, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, fresh off his waste management win, Xander Shoffley, a number uh, of these names. Yet, um, this is one of those events that maybe, like, because those guys haven't won or finished runner-up, in this tournament could mean you want to look farther down the board. What names are you looking at? Yeah, that's, a, that's right, Stormy. I mean, I'm fading the top guys on the board. Um, one of the, my favorite things about golf is, and I say it every week, that you can, I think it's the best thing to live bet or play between rounds, right? You have a tremendous opportunity in between rounds to make plays that as you're live betting a game, maybe have a commercial break, but you don't have nearly as long as you do in golf to, to think about it and make the analysis and, so, yeah, I'm fading Rom, Scheffler, Rory, JT early. Um, may, I may make some plays during the tournament. But, really, I started my my bets this week with Max Homa. Um, he's got elite form, elite history. You know, people say all the time, oh, well, gosh, you can't win back-to-back -back years or you can't win back-to-back -back weeks. We just saw Scotty Scheffler win back-to-back -back at Waste Management, right? So, you can certainly do that. Um, elite form, easy case to make a bet for him. And so, I'm taking 
Homo is my lowest guy on the board. And then another guy in this 20 to one range or so I'm looking at is Colin Morikawa. Profiles extremely well. Took second here last year. Burned a lot of folks last week. He was a very popular play in DraftKings DFS as well. But he was really white hot going in. Um, I think it's time to hop back on the Morikawa wagon. So in the 20 to one range, the lowest guys on the board I'll be looking at are Homa and Morikawa. Uh, can you do me a favor? If you bump into Colin, uh, can you uh, just inform him that there are a lot of people that need some reparations for uh, Sunday at Kapalua? So uh, <laughs> he owes us a couple wins at 20 to one or higher odds. You know, just that's the right thing to do, right? Well, he let a lot of people down that Sunday. Yeah, yeah, he, he he certainly did, Sean. And and honestly, this could be the week. I mean, really, he p- profiles really, really well. Um, again, good course experience. I know a lot of people like Morikawa, but there's good reason. And ball strikers course, I I see a lot of a lot to like about him here. But and it wouldn't be honestly, I wouldn't be surprised at all on Sunday if I see Homa and Morikawa in the final group. You say ball strikers course. Can you dive a little bit deeper into the the skill sets and the types of players that? have success here and that can work at this course at Riviera? Sure, yeah. I mean, this is a really traditional golf course, right? So when you think of comparable courses, the first one that comes to mind for me is Augusta. It's a really classic, fairly long, tight course, um, huge greens that are hard to hold because they're going to be so fast. So really, again, you're, I know this sound, it kind of sounds cliche, but you're looking for, you know, good people who are good straight off the tee, accurate drivers, and then just good irons and wedges. And then you've got to be able to putt on fast green. So I know that sounds like very, very basic, like, yeah, that's golf. But some courses, you don't have to bomb it. Other courses, you it's critical to bomb it. This is one that I think it's it's kind of a, a second shot court course, a lot like Augusta. Um, and so I think I'm looking at guys who play well at Augusta. And if you look at the way they profile, Bubba Watson has had a ton of success here and had a ton of success at Augusta. He's probably the best example of that. You know, interesting coming off of uh, waste management. It's kind of a, a, a tournament where people or players kind of have to invest in that crowd and that atmosphere. A lot of guys don't go that they, they don't want to be around. You know, you know that kind of atmosphere. And then you get this coming right behind it. Does a golfer that didn't play in the waste management have an advantage going into the Genesis over one that you know just had four days in Phoenix, crazy atmosphere? That's a good question, John, and I think that it really depends on the guy, right? I mean, in both cases, you got 20 million reasons to show up. True. So, I mean, if you didn't play in waste management last week, it probably wasn't because of the crowd. It was because, like, like, Will Zalatoris is a good example. I think he's something's a little off with him because I think last week the prize pool was so rich that if you could play, you were probably out there playing or something was wrong with your game. So um, I, I think a lot, most of the guys who were I'm looking at this week did play last week. There's a, a an exception here and there, but I that's my question, honestly, Sean. I would almost I would almost say it's a disadvantage, and I always almost have more questions about someone who didn't play last week because um, I would wonder why, based on the prize pool. In terms of value, as you look down the board, is there a player that maybe in that anywhere from like thirty to fifty to one range really stands out above the rest to you? Yeah, guys, I, I like Jason Day a lot. I mean, I think he's the best value in the field. I bet him last night at 50 to 1. You can find him now at 40. But he's been really solid off the tee lately. And my only real concern is wedges have been a little bit inconsistent, but they were really good last week. We're seeing the old Jason Day putter, though, right? We know that Jason Day is one of the best putters in the field, um, in the world when he gets hot. Certainly has been gaining almost five strokes in the field per tournament. 
and Poa Greens this week or Jason Day's best surface. So sign me up for all the Jason Day. I think he's a tremendous value this week. So his dad is right here based locally at uh, Shadow Creek. Uh, this young player has been teetering around a top 10 in a couple of tournaments. Does Taylor Montgomery at some point this year break through and win a PGA event? Absolutely. There's nothing. There's no question. Taylor Montgomery is, has phenomenal talent. Um, I'll actually be out at Shadow Creek here in, in, I don't know, a month or two. So I'm excited to go back out there. But, yeah, no, I mean, Taylor Montgomery is phenomenal. Um, obviously, great putter. Everyone knows that. Um, but he's also a tremendous driver. There, there's so much to like about him. Uh, it's just a matter of time. And, and he keeps showing up to these events. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he would be surprised if he won this week. I wouldn't be shocked. But I think the time is for sure coming for Taylor Montgomery. There's okay. too much talent for there not to be. Okay, Jeff, only 30 seconds left, but can you throw some bombs our way, some long shots for the people at home? Sure, guys. Two bombs I like. Alex Noren I like a lot this week. Um, great price for a guy who's in tremendous form. Two top 16 finishes here. Um, grades up really, really well and has four top fives in his last five events. And then Patrick Rogers, 12th and 15th in his last four trips here. Uh, and two top team, two top 15 finishes, last four events. Both guys over 100 to 1. Noren and Rogers, take a look at them. You're awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate you. Good luck with your bets. Thanks, guys. Take care. It's Jeff Seeley. Great breakdown of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Make sure you check him out at Cutmaker Jeff and the Cutmaker Podcast, downloadable wherever you get your podcast. Also go to cutmakerpod.com. You can join the Telegram channel as well. They post all of their plays over there. Again, Cutmaker Jeff, Jeff Seeley. Awesome stuff from him. When we come back here on Follow the Money, real or fugazi? Sean King, have a little fun here on the program. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. 
United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Just because football is over doesn't mean we can't have some fun. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join them every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, the weekly pro basketball bet and get, and a whole lot more. Check out BetRivers.com or you can download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to make you a friend of ours. That would mean you were made, Jack. Investigating what is and isn't legit. Well, that's a fugazi. That's a fugazi. I looked at it for two seconds. Seeing through the lines to make you a better better. I know you know. And I know you know I know you know. The FTM Army is being sent for. In our thing, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead. And it's your best friend that does These two wise guys would never steer you wrong. Forget about it. This is Real or Fugazi on Follow the Money. <laughs> I love it. Every time I think I'm out, they bring me back in. I like it. That's I like where it. I go. Okay, Real or Fugazi, are you ready for this, Sean I'm King? ready. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Starting things out. Quarterback play has gotten so much better that it is now easier to find a franchise quarterback than it is a good head coach. Real or Fugazi? Fugazi, absolutely. There are only 32 of these positions in the world and more than half the league is still looking for a playoff caliber quarterback you're talking franchise i mean probably 25 out of the 32 feel like they can still upgrade so now nah, finding a franchise quarterback is still harder than finding a head coach although indy is challenging that i'm not sure shane steichen <laughs> is head coachish it's all gonna come back to shane steichen today <laughs> i can feel it um but okay let's talk quarterbacks then okay. Derek Carr will be the starting quarterback of a playoff team next season. Real, because I think he goes to the NFC, Stormy, and I think the NFC, the NFC is a much easier path to make the playoffs. Uh, be interesting. Brian Dayball could upgrade at quarterback. I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, so it'll be some interesting destinations. You don't destinations. think Daniel Jones proved, en- proved enough that he could not earn a job in? Not, in, not at all. No? I, I, I watched the Philly game, so... That's who I'm gonna judge you by because that's if you want to win the championship, right? And or division, you know, Philly's probably an obstacle to both of those. So, Giants gotta get a little better at, at quarterback. I think that if Derek Carr goes to the NFC South, this answer is absolutely real, absolutely real. I think wherever he goes becomes an automatic contender in that division. All four teams need a quarterback. So. They do <laughs> something fierce. Okay, I love this one. Real or Fugazi? Psychedelic drugs sound 
terrifying. Well, this is interesting because uh, during my Super Bowl experience, I ran into an old friend of mine, Jake Plummer. Remember Jake the Snake? Well, Jake Plummer and Rashad Evans have a mushroom company, like major, like Fortune 500 type company based out of so Denver. So you did some shrooms? I did not, but oh. he was telling me about the effects of mushrooms, and I was like, I'm good. So uh, to real Fugazi... I'm gonna say Fugazi. I mean, he sound he made it sound really enticing. I didn't try it, but I mean, if I was interested, I mean, he was believable. So anybody that knows me, I'm such a square. Uh, I just, I totally am. And I feel like if I ever were to try a drug that I'd be like the person that would die from it, like the one in a million that the first time tryout is just like instant death. So it sounds terrifying to me. That said, if there ever was a drug I really wanted to try, it would be a psychedelic, right? It okay. would be like an LSD or a maybe an ayahuasca. I, I don't like do drugs, guy Aaron Rodgers. because like I'm an all-in like, person. I would like, I think I would like something that would actually alter the way that I saw the world. Versus just like being all hyped up or something. I don't know. We're getting too deep into drugs. Tim, Tim, they do sound Tim terrifying Murray to me. says I operate like a psychedelic already, so I don't need any <laughs> Well, I'm such a happy person. You hear those horror stories of right. like, of if one bad, you see a dark spot and you go down this dark tunnel and then everything's downhill from there. I'm such a happy person. That would be, I don't want to go to the deep tunnels of my soul. You know, I just want to stay <laughs> in my little rainbow world. Okay, but let's stay on the kind of Aaron Rodgers-esque train here okay. we transition from ayahuasca to a dark room being locked in a dark room for four days sean would be a special and enlightening experience real or fugazi well i'm just gonna go based on what it's done to aaron Rodgers. so i'm gonna say fugazi whatever he's doing i don't want anything that makes me act more like him <laughs> shots fired i like that could you how long could you stay in a dark room you think i mean i'd be fine i would presume um I've never tried it before, probably hoping that that's not on my bucket list at any point. I mean, there's some, at one point, I'm going to go to the dark room forever. So uh, I'm going to try and push that off. That got dark fast. <laughs> right, what I is happening to, here? Right, you know? <laughs> I'm over here just curious, like, what's on the menu for the food that comes through the small slit opening that Aaron Rodgers gets to eat every day? What I'm is presuming you don't eat for four days, No, he too, eats. Right? He eats. Oh. He said that they would, sh you know, put some food under the door. Um, okay, the Dallas Cowboys. The easiest sports team to root against, real or Fugazi? Oh, this is absolutely real. And, and listen, it's not like a slight, but, I mean, the passion that Cowboys f fans have, the naivety, I'm going to call it, it, is it's unequaled. I mean, no matter what happens, every season, Cowboy fans, this is our year. Oh, we got it. Dak's going to get it done. Oh, Dak played terrible. That shit doesn't matter. Kellen Moore is going, don't matter. Like, what? No matter what happens, Cowboy fans believe. So I'm going to say this is real. Yeah, and to be fair, they're criticized more than any other team as well. For me, it's like, I'm, I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan, so it's just, like, ingrained from birth that I'm supposed to hate the Dallas Cowboys. I feel pretty similarly about the Raiders and I have my whole life. But I'm surprised dealing with Tim Murray day in and day out. You didn't say Notre Dame. Because I feel like that could be a high one for people. USC football could be a high one for people. For me personally, Duke basketball is a high one. But I would agree the Cowboys and I guess the Patriots, they don't bug me as much anymore. But there was a time that it would be New England for sure, top of the list, number one, 
no doubt. Um, there was a recent survey, I was looking this up this morning, from St. Bonaventure and the Siena College Research Institute that said in the NFL, of 3,200 people that were surveyed, the Dallas Cowboys were not only the team that gathered the most people saying they were a fan of them, as well as the number one team for most people saying they hated them more than any other team. So they are America's team, but they also are the team that America loves to hate. Let's keep rolling here. I already know your answer for this one's Fugazi. Before season three drops, Ted Lasso is already a top three fictional sports show. <laughs> you you don't even know what it is. I, I can't say real or Fugazi because I've never seen it. I've never watched it. I looked at the trailer and I wasn't impressed. So well, the trailer doesn't give you anything. What I would like from you. What was you, it? Believe what were the cards? Yes, I am going to turn this around on you though. What would be like your favorite fictional sports shows then? Sports shows. Sports shows. Ooh. I don't know. I'm Did not you ever really watch Friday, sports. Friday Night Lights I'm is like a number Game one. Game of Thrones, like, you know, Tulsa King, Yellowstone kind of guy. I don't really do a whole lot of the sports shows per se. Does One Tree Hill count as a sports show? I don't There's a lot ever, of basketball I don't think I've ever seen that it. either. Well, I've definitely never I would say... Ted Lasso, <laughs> Dustin screamed in my ear, no. Yeah. Come on. Nathan plays for the Bobcats. <laughs> Maybe give me some entourage or something. Does that count as a sports no, show? No, but sports. ballers would. Do you, did you like ballers? Yeah, I watched the Rock? a couple episodes I of liked ballers. That Blue wasn't Mountain bad. State. Yeah, that, that wasn't. My that cup is of tea. okay. That's my new number one. Sorry, Friday yeah. Night Lights. You're getting bumped for Blue Mountain that State. Wasn't my cup oh, of tea. I love this one. Realer Fugazi. March Madness is about the underdogs, not the blue bloods. Well, I picked St. Peter's money line last year as. Uh, as they upset Purdue. I don't know if Purdue's a blue blood, but, I mean, based on this year, it's going to be underdogs because, I mean, it doesn't look like UNC and Kentucky are going to be a part of March Madness. Now, I know I'm a Duke fan, and we have those two quad one wins, but we got work to do as well. We just snuck by last night against a real dawning Notre Dame team, right? So the blue a bloods Notre Dame are, team that hasn't won a game on the road. Right. So. The blue bloods are down this year, so I'm going to go with real. Underdogs are are, are, are what it, what's popping. I'm going real not only this year, but every Every single year, I live for the UMBC wins over Virginia. I live for the St. Peter's Peacocks knocking off Kentucky. Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago going like to the it. Final Four, baby. One shining moment. I like it. It is all about the underdogs for me. They never win at all, though. I They're know. That's what I was going to say. It is all a good like, story and then the big dog. When it comes to winning the, the tournament. Right. Yes, the Blue Bloods end up coming out on top. But give me the Cinderella story all day. Like, that is what March Madness is about, in my opinion. Cereal is technically a soup. Real or Fugazi? Oh, that's I absolutely Fugazi. Because cereal is life. You know how many live cereal saves at 3 in the morning? <laughs> get home and get you a nice bowl of cereal, whether it be Frosted Flakes or, or Honey Nut Cheerios or or, or whatever it is that's your, your, your cup of tea from a flavor standpoint. Cereal is life. Yeah, it's not soup. Not at all. I don't, I just like the hot dog a sandwich thing. It's just weird arguments. Bloody Marys can be consumed any time of, can be consumed any time of day, real or fugazi. Well, I think that's fugazi because I think they're only good in the morning. Like when you're coming after an all nighter and you just, you know, you want to shock the system right quick. I think that's where they're best. I'm saying fugazi because they should not be consumed ever. I am not trying to Ooh. drink freaking tomato soup. The for, celery, like, the olives, you know, even some Ugh. bacon. Give me uh what's it? Give me a tequila sunrise. Okay. Give me uh, like a vodka and orange juice. Give me like anything but a Bloody Mary. That sounds disgusting to me. I like Awful. the spicy one. Put a little salt no. and pepper in there. Ugh. And and I am I am 
I love alcohol. Give me any type of alcohol all day, I'll do it, except for a Bloody Mary. Oh, That's Pierre, disgusting. May I have a, a tequila Give me a Modelo and Lime, baby. I'll drink that at 8 a.m., no problem. Hit me. Find me after the show. <laughs> This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right, everybody, remember before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. You can check out the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and bets are going for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes with updated DraftKings odds. So you can see the changes in action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets, where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way, vsin is here to make you a more informed better year round. You can check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Also, Another good spot to remember, we had Josh Applebaum on the program earlier today. Morning bets uh, available at vcin.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. He breaks down every morning the line movement on notable games and such. I wish that any of you out there were able to get like a fly on the wall peek in perspective of our commercial breaks. We need to get a vcin plus plus subscription or something because <laughs> the things that you just randomly come across on social media or are Googling or are singing, you just start singing songs with beautiful voice, by the way, from Sean King. Not only is he a wonderful NHL better and a Super Bowl champion, but a singer as well. So, so I came talents. across this. So if you, if you want to check it out, I just retweeted it. You can go to my Twitter at real Sean King. So I was just browsing and this popped up. On this day, 18 years ago, YouTube was created. So YouTube's 18 years old. This was the first YouTube video to reach 1 million views. And it's a video of, I think this is Ronaldinho from the Brazilian national team. And he's doing tricks with the ball and kicking it off the crossbar. And it's ricocheting back to him. It's an amazing video. So if you want to check it out, go to my Twitter, at RealSeanKing. I just retweeted it. It's right there on my homepage. It was pretty neat. So I didn't initially see it. I just peek over at Sean's computer and I see somebody like just kicking a soccer ball on his knee, on his head or whatever. I'm like, that got a million views. You go, just wait. Just wait till you see what this guy's doing. You won't believe it. So I guess it <laughs> deservingly so the first million. I YouTube is an adult. It is. 18 years old. I like that, huh? Wow. Right. YouTube has created a bunch of millionaires. Oh, yeah, a lot of people got their YouTube the wrong page line of work. I need to get some subscribers. Right. Yeah, we got to keep it YouTube. I'm doing though. it we wrong. Don't, we don't want an OnlyFans <laughs> or nothing like that. Let's let's stay YouTube. Instagram. You should get an OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm sure there's right. lots of people out there that want Sean King foot content. They want they. <laughs> it <laughs> just like Michael starts Parsons. with the feet. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, let's get into the NBA. There was uh, a pretty fun slate of games yesterday, and I know we talked about it a little bit earlier and win some, lose some. But how about how? closely played the Boston Celtics and uh, Milwaukee Bucks were last night considering the Celtics didn't have any of their key pieces out there on the court. No Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown. Um, You obviously don't have Marcus Smart or Al Horford. Rob Williams was in a limited bench role. And you not only... Uh, they had a chance to win. They forced this game to overtime. We're up five with uh, two minutes left and couldn't hold on. That game was theirs to win against Milwaukee. Didn't quite get it done, but easily covered the nine and a half. Yeah, they did. And I mean, heck of an effort. I, I do think this is like one of the NBA's bigger issues. Like there are people in Milwaukee who bought season tickets because they loved the Bucks, but also because they saw on the schedule that Boston was coming to Milwaukee and yet the Celtics show up and none of their studs play. 
and none of their superstars perform. Like the NBA's got to get this thing fixed. So shout out to 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 my guy White who had a great game, double double. Uh, what was he seven to one or something? The score the first bucket of yep. the game, and he, and he produced. But I mean, come on, guys. I mean, NBA, you get paid to play eighty two games. Let, let, let's let's play eighty two games. It's not that <laughs> difficult. They are uh, in action again tonight, hosting the Pistons. Seas laying nine and a half, total 229. Then they'll get some well-deserved rest and recovery ahead of the All-Star break. The Bucks' next game is at Chicago on Thursday. Oh, my gosh, Stormy. They have to play two games in a row? Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, no, I was – I will say one thing, just a big takeaway from the game last night, though, for me as somebody who does have that futures parlay ticket with the Celtics and Bruins, that – if they're able to perform against one of the NBA's best in the Eastern Conference with their depth players, essentially, like that gives me a lot of faith in them when it comes to the postseason and how they're going to perform. Well, I do think the Eastern Conference more Stay than likely healthy. comes down to Milwaukee and Boston. Get healthy. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. I just think that, you know, you're paid to play 82 games. They should play 82 games. Um, how about the Warriors on the road again? They're not very good on the road. I'm not sure. Seven wins all season yeah. on the road. It, it, it's it's really tragic. Like it's it's almost like an auto bet. Like they cannot win a road game. I don't know why. Well, granted, that line was on the move yesterday. Kawhi Leonard didn't end up playing. Had seven three pointers made. Um, Thirty three points. He, Leonard did work and just shows how dynamic he could be on the floor. But yeah, the Warriors. I don't know how this has happened. Because they used to just be a dominant day-in, day-out team on the road. It's been – I remember talking to Jonathan Von Tobel earlier in the season, asking him, when is this thing going to turn around? And it's like every time we talked, like, oh, it's got to turn around. I don't know. We can't be down on this team on the road anymore. We can't be down on this team. And now we're finally just like, ah, nope, it is who they are, I guess, on the road. It's I, weird. I pretty much punted on the regular season for Golden State. But what I did do was I did buy – them, and I think it was plus Did end up buying in yesterday? Yes, to win the uh, Western Conference. So, uh, 16 to 1 right now. Uh, shop around, always get the best number. I think at DraftKings, they have 16 to 1 to win it all. So, I'm buying some Golden State stock right now. Okay. I think this is an opportunity to get them before they get on this second half run post All Star break. Love it. Uh, the Phoenix Suns also got it done last night over the Kings, 120 to 109. They move, improve, excuse me. To 9-0 and in the division, the only team undefeated in the division. So big win for them. And still no KD on the court yet. But just imagine when he does get going after the All-Star break. Well, they got all the pieces. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it looks good on paper. Are there Speaking of on paper, are there any games on today's slate that interest you at all? Ten games on tap in the association Tonight, we do have the Mavericks and Nuggets in action, Cavs 76ers, Knicks Hawks, Heat Nets, Bulls Pacers, the battle of the the worst with the Spurs and Hornets. Anything that stood out to you? So I'm not, and, and I'm getting, still getting used to this 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. For those that aren't in Vegas Pacific time, it, 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 it just follow the money starts at 4 a.m. out here. I'm still getting used to this, this time cycle. I yeah. generally don't have strong opinions on the NBA until much later because you never know who's going to play. Uh, yesterday morning, uh, it was said that LeBron was going to definitely play, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, hour and a half before game time, he's a scratch. So I tend to wait, you know, on the NBA so I don't have any in-pocket plays for the day because if you look at this sheet that we have, 
every game has about six names on it. If guys, <laughs> listen, it's questionable. <laughs> yep, questionable. We do have some probables, though. Uh, speaking of the Lakers and LeBron, so they've now dropped four of their last five games. It appears, at least from what I was trying to get into this morning, that LeBron will be out again tonight, so they're not even going to tempt you with that information. Still laying three and a half, hosting the Pelicans later, um, dealing with that left ankle injury. It's one day at a time for LeBron Has right now. Has anybody seen Zion Williamson? It's, 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 oh, he's on sabbatical again, too. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it really is. Oh, yeah. Anthony Davis, however, probable. He's still working through that right foot stress injury, but probable usually means that a player is going to go in, but we've seen how many instances this season with like Giannis Antetokounmpo where he's listed as probable and then doesn't end up in the game. So to your point, you really do have to wait, which is tough because for a lot of these lines, sometimes you see a number that you want to get ahead of, but you can't really trust in that until you know who's actually going to be on the court. So I've I've taken more of a perspective of like a live betting approach for the NBA more than a lot of pre-flop things just because of the unknown and me taking a nap during the day. That's smart. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't get involved heavily in the NBA on a day-to-day basis. I do have some futures. You know, as I mentioned, I just bought the Golden State Warriors, so I have the Milwaukee Bucks before the season to be NBA champion. But I, I don't make a lot of NBA wagers unless, like, a JVT, you mm-hmm. know, texts me that he loves something or, like, one of my guys that, are like, cover one of the teams, like, gives me some information or something. Like, I, I, I don't get heavily involved in the NBA. That is good to note. Our guy, Jonathan Von Tobel at VEASAN.com every morning does an NBA market report where he'll lay out bets that he either does like and is confident in or will give you a perspective of, hey, wait to see if Joel Embiid is going to be available or not in this game. If he is, this is the way I would play it. If he's not, this is the approach you might want to take. And so he does kind of do a good job of detailing the different ways that you can approach a card. Also the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, downloadable wherever you get your podcast. A couple things of note for you tonight, though, in this Mavs at Nuggets game, Denver laying seven at Ball Arena, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern tip. Jokic and the Nuggets, 26-4 and four straight up at home this season. This is their fourth meeting of the year. The Mavs actually won the most recent game in December, 116-115. But with Kyrie and Luka, for as strong as these two players are together, they haven't been able to win a game in crunch time. So it'll be interesting to see when that chemistry is going to come a little bit more or to know who's going to get the ball in the final minute. Because we saw like on Monday night in that final possession, it was like hot potato. Like who's going to take the shot? And they it's, didn't get one off. It's interesting, Stormy, because their skill sets are very similar, even though the packing chain is very different. Luca's a, a much taller, bulkier guy. Kyrie's a smaller, quicker guy, but they both are ball dominant and are used to isolation situations, you know, at late in game. So we'll see if uh, Jason Kidd can figure out how to best utilize both of them on the court at the same time. Yeah, that line is on the move. I've seen it anywhere between Nuggets laying five and a half and seven, total 31 and a half. We are going to take a quick break, but follow the money rolls on from Circa Resort and Casino. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. This is Follow the Money on v Remember, everybody, BetRivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be this basketball and hockey season. BetRivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join BetRivers each week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and a whole lot more. You can check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app for all of the action. It's a whole new game. And while, yes, the NFL season is over, we all know this is a year-round sport, Sean King. So the the Super Bowl might be in the rear view, but we are just getting started when it comes to all of our off-season storylines. As of yesterday, all five vacant head coaching jobs have been filled. And now we're going to start talking about where things go from here. I know one hire that you are particularly excited about <laughs> is former offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, Shane Steichen, the new man in Indy. Um, <laughs> if you didn't make your point clear earlier, I feel like you've given us no information about what you think of Shane Steichen as a coach and just like exclusively judging your opinion on his press conference. Well, I mean, that's the only information I have to go on so far. So I'm just evaluating it as I get it. And uh, so far, man, I'm telling turn it into F. Okay, well, let's hear him out. Here is a, a little soundbite from the presser yesterday on his approach to being head coach. 
we're going to have a detailed plan on how we want to get things done. Um, but, I, you know, I go with my gut feeling on a lot of things. You know, I'm a gut feeling guy, especially, you know, on game day. Um, I'll have a gut feeling on when to do certain things uh, as a play caller, um, all those different things. But, uh, again, we're going to be aggressive and all those different things. And my philosophy offensively, I'm sure you guys are going to ask, but my philosophy on offense is this. And it's going to look different each week, but my philosophy is we're going to throw to score points in this league and run to win. We're going to throw to score points and run to win. Now, that could look different each week. You know, we sometimes I went into games like, hey, we're going to throw it a bunch, and then we end up running it 45 times. So um, it's going to, the flow is going to dictate that. Um, I know we got some pieces in place to get that done, uh, and we should be ready to roll. Well, you didn't immediately laugh this time, so I feel like that's a step well, in the right direction. I was trying to figure out what was so intriguing on the desk because he was staring at it for, like, the majority of that clip. Like, he was, he was fixated on something on the table right in front of him, not making a lot of eye contact. You know, generally, I'm commanding the room, making eye contact with the people that are going to be my day-to-day -day coverage. He's not a show pony. He's a first-time head coach. Give him a break. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but I, so I, I, I just, I, my, my, I don't want to be doom and gloom. If you're an Indianapolis Colts fan, I hope this works. All I'm saying is there are only 32 of these jobs in the world. That's all I'm saying. If you are a Colts fan, are you excited about the thought process of a guy who's going to be aggressive? Because working under Nick Sirianni, knowing the way that he likes to go for it in fourth down situations, like is that something that if you're a Colts fan, you're like, okay, if we're in this spot, we're going to go for it. Do you like that? I think. At least on the surface, that seems I, like. I mean, yeah. I mean, be you. Like, I, I don't have a preference, like from a game management standpoint, just be you. Be you all the time. Like, I, I just don't don't try and, and outthink yourself on game day. And we won't know how that process mm -hmm. works for him until we get into the season. I'm just strictly talking about what energy did I get watching him in this press conference. It wasn't one that created confidence. It wasn't one that created, like, unwavering belief that he's the right guy. It definitely was a, wow. After all those interviews, this is the guy Jim Ursay hired. Like, well, I don't think that's he, what I came. I don't away think he thinking. cried in his interview, Sean. <laughs> Just saying. But I mean, I, I would. And hope it's not like it, he has an extensive resume, Stormy. Yeah, he's thirty-seven years old. Right. He's, he's very young. Um, he has spent time though with some young, dynamic quarterbacks with the Chargers. That he got helps. to work with Justin Herbert. Um, in his time in Philadelphia, obviously took. Jalen Hurts from, you know, year one question marks to year two, finishing second in MVP voting with the ability that, that he was able to have success with. The Colts are in need of a quarterback. Mm -hmm. This is something we know. They have had eight different starters over the last five seasons, seven different day one, week one starters in each of the last seven years. So who's going to be that guy still to be determined, but owner Jim Ursay was also on the desk at that press conference and give a little bit of insight as to where they might go. We're not hiding, you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. yeah, trade back. So, um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking quote. <laughs> he, he likes picks. Uh, 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 although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um, but uh, uh, it'll, be, it'll be exciting, and I think that shows um, that we have talent here 
those games. So we're looking forward um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. So what they thought was going to be the Twitter quote, he ended up following up with an even better one that, hey, that Alabama guy doesn't look bad. <laughs> I'll tell you, tipping the hand a little bit, maybe that they like Bryce Young in this spot. I like Bryce Young as well. I have him as my number one quarterback. I've broken down the quarterbacks for this draft already, and I think there is a large separation, in my opinion, between Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and the rest of the group. Uh, the issue is sitting at four, you can't guarantee that Bryce Young is going to be available. And I think the price of moving up to one is going to be unbelievably steep. So I do think there is some credence to potentially being ready to trade down. Mm -hmm. I don't think Will Levis is worth the top five pick. Too much, uh, there's just too much variance in his film. Like his good Stormy is elite. But I can show you three games where he looks undraftable. And that scares me because great players don't have, like, multiple bad games. They might have a bad drive or a bad quarter, but, like, from start to finish, just to stink it up, and he's done that multiple times, kind of. It makes me worried about spending a really high pick on, on a guy that's been that inconsistent. That's exactly how I feel. Um, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson – two guys that have just major boom or bust potential. And, I mean, everybody looks at Will Levis and thinks, I mean, Josh Allen's going to get that guy a lot of money because everybody thinks mm -hmm. that, oh, maybe I can turn him in to the next Josh Allen. Anthony Richardson, an absolutely freakish talent uh, in terms of his physical ability. And when he's on, he is on. When he is off, who is that guy? It's yeah. awful. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch Anthony but Richardson in the second round. As, but he'll as, go in the first because teams always reach. Absolutely, um, and especially in a draft class this year that is quarterback talent heavy, whereas last year did not have that. Bryce Young is the favorite to be the top overall um, pick in this year's NFL draft at minus 130. C.J. Stroud has been getting a lot of love, though, at plus 250 short behind because of the size aspect of Bryce Young. I had the fortune of covering the Sugar Bowl this year um, on ESPN National Radio on the sideline, and when I talked to Nick Saban, and Bill O'Brien before the game, both of them said, like, use the word brilliant mm -hmm. when it came to Bryce Young. Said that size was not a concern for them forever. The the awareness that he has, the ability and talent that he has, were and the leadership as well, all characteristics that that hearing a guy like Nick Saban say he had never experienced in his room before was very, very high Yeah, I definitely think Bama's probably a four-loss team this year without Bryce Young. He's that good. Um, you saw how good Jamison Williams and, and, and Mechie were when, when Bryce was with them before they got injured last year. And, and who knows, if Jamison doesn't go down in that national championship game, I think Bama beats Georgia. And we're talking about two national titles for Bryce and a Heisman. But I definitely think he's an elite prospect. Again, the price of getting to number one is steep. Yes. I will say this. There is some, some credit credibility, in my opinion, to thinking about trading down if – Indy's a true rebuild because no matter what you think of this year's quarterbacks, Caleb Will Williams is going to be the highest graded quarterback to enter the NFL in a long time because he has all of the attributes and skill sets that Patrick Mahomes has, even looks like him, you know, in some ways. So that's going to be that class next year led by Caleb. Somebody will give up everything to get to one. People will have reservations about Bryce Young's stature. I don't. I think C.J. Stroud is a can't-miss rock solid quarterback I don't know if he'll ever be elite but he's gonna be rock solid mm -hmm. so you're not gonna have the boomer bust there and then the other two guys I just I wouldn't get involved with them I will say this I have a future 
on Miles Murphy, the DM from Clemson, to be the number one pick. Uh, you, you can get it. I think I got it at a, a 150 or something to one. Remember last year this time, nobody was talking about Trayvon Walker. Miles Murphy, brilliant player, elite athlete. He's going to shoot up draft boards as this process you know, gets into play. And if Chicago decides not to trade the number one pick, they're more likely, most likely going defense. I know a lot of people think it'll be Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, and it might be. But I think taking a flyer on Clemson defensive end Miles Murphy is worth it. That's interesting because even if it's not number one, when some of these markets start coming out for the top three, top five, if you, that's a name that you think can creep, you can still get significant value mm-hmm. on a guy like that when those numbers become available. Uh, I'll have to show you in the commercial break. I have a picture of me and Bryce Young when I went to interview him after the Sugar Bowl, and immediately the comments started flooding in. This picture will be used ahead of the combine for size comparison, <laughs> size comps, because I'm, I'm like 5'10 or whatever, and the angle of the picture made him look small. But he's not that small, guys. I promise. I don't think that the stature will be an issue for him. We got more for all the money coming up. Stick around. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 